The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. This is firefighter Raphael Poirette for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. Welcome to Chad's World. Welcome to Chad's World. Sit back, relax, and get ready to laugh with your favorite Bachelor villain. Real stories, real interviews. In Chad's World, nothing's out of bounds. Chatty Daddy is officially here on Podcast One. So get ready and welcome to Chad's World. All right, everybody, welcome to Chad's World. I want to introduce my guest of the day. This is Dr. Venus Nicolini. Is that right? Nicolino. Close. Nicolino. Close. Wow. Wow. I almost had it. Sorry Look, about that, that was close. Good try. Okay. Yeah. A I, I had it on the way in here, and yeah. then I dropped the ball. Well, look, let's be on a first-letter basis, and sure. you can just call me Dr. V. Dr. V? Yeah. Okay. And, and I'll call you, what is it, Bad Chad? Bad Chad, Chad, Chad. What is it? It depends on what show. I think it's oh, it Chatty Daddy now. Yeah. <laughs> what is it now? Now it's Chatty Daddy, I guess. Oh, Chatty Daddy. I didn't choose that. And that okay. I swear to God, that's the worst nickname because like, it, it, it seemed funny for like two days on the show. And now I'm immediately like, oh, my God. Oh, there's Chatty Daddy. Yeah. And then when you start talking, you just... People are like, yeah, that's him. Yeah, so we'll see how that one plays out. That's not necessarily... I'm not sure I'm, I'm going to be too excited about hearing that in the street. You know what I mean? Well, make sure you're chatty here, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's, that's why right. you're here. People want to hear Chatty Daddy. So tell me, uh, where can everybody find you at on Instagram, first off? Oh, that's always a brain teaser. It's I Dr. Your Instagram name. D-O-C-T-O-R underscore V underscore. Yeah, you might want to, you know, maybe... <laughs> What people can't spell doctor? I don't know. Just, well, the well, doctor, you can't spell doctor, like doctor Chad? underscore seventy eight <laughs> underscore twenty three nineteen. <laughs> but it's doctor underscore v underscore. Listen, so you can chatty spell. daddy. Hey, I, I got a good. I got a good Instagram handle. Is it Chatty Daddy? <laughs> no, it's real Chad Johnson. Oh, uh, the real yeah, Chad Johnson. The real people always give me that shit because there's another Chad Johnson. There's a football player. I know him too. Yeah, oh, he was on my show. Oh shit, that's crazy. I'm in yeah. a little text group with his son sometimes. Oh wow. Yeah, some girl hit on all the Chad Johnsons out there. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, oh, what's up, Chad Johnson? I talk to your dad sometimes. Oh, wow. So That's we hilarious. shooting the shit back and forth. Yeah. But anyway, what's your most recent venture? I see you got a book here yeah, called yeah. Bad Advice. Can you tell us a little yeah, bit about that? Uh, bad Advice, How to Survive and Thrive in an Age of Bullshit. We all know what that's like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wrote a book about bad advice, and then I give the good advice. So... I'm happy to say that uh, it's a national bestseller. It came out yesterday that it was number one on the L.A. Times bestseller list. So that's fun. Um, yeah. So it purposely gives bad advice? No, no, no. So that you, so, or it, let, let me explain, I wasn't Chad. Sure if it, I wasn't sure if it was let like me, let me explain. satire. You know what I mean? Okay. So, for example, you hear a lot of um, <clears throat> things that sound like wisdom, but they're really not. They're actually right. horrific bad advice. So, for example, yeah. 
Um, like when your mom gives you dating advice. <laughs> which would be like, what, what, what would, does she say? Well, I'm just saying moms in general like give your mom advice toward say, being a husband, but they don't give you advice on being a boyfriend. So ooh. they tell you how to be in a relationship, but not how to get a relationship. It has. So like treat women well, but like, you know, in general, if I walk up and I'm like, hey, you're pretty. Can I bring you a glass of water? A girl's going to be like, get the fuck out of here. Really? Yeah. You got to be like, hey, your dress looks stupid. What's up? My name's Chad. See, that's where you're you wrong. You should buy me a beer. And I'll tell you, that's where you're wrong. It I works think, every I, time. No, I think a lot of. <laughs> Uh, and that's the wrong person to be with, by the way. Well, you got to smile Whoever, when you say it. And they know you're kidding. Do they? Yeah. If, as long as you smile, not like serious, you don't be mean about it. So, okay. So the advice of, I'm glad there's a chapter in this book just for you. Just, oh, great. There is a chapter called uh, You say just, don't date people to do that? Yeah. yeah I, I, I w- it works. Don't. They're well, all doing Why would it. you date someone who doesn't know how to accept love? They're letting oh, you know that yeah. they don't know how to accept love. No, I just right that was, away. That was just joking. That's just showing. But but confidence. are but are they are you joking? Yeah. Okay. Well, so why would I? I mean, if so I actually thought her dress looked stupid, I wouldn't tell her. So her dress your looks plan stupid. to be a dick works. Yes. Because they absolutely. think it's funny. Yeah, because I, I see the thing that I notice that whenever guys are obviously either fake, they're either trying to get something out of girls and manipulate them, or they're trying. And I'm talking about just when you're initially. Now I'm nice in the relationship, and even five minutes into the conversation but but but, but six the, months start. in i'm a dick no no <laughs> you just gotta pretend to be a dick initially kind of joking to show fun and show that like hey i could if i lose you that's cool i've got 10 more here that i could go talk to as oh. well you see what i mean oh, you, I'm so you think someone should just choose somebody immediately and be like this is the one in the bar see, i want here's the thing i'm gonna tell you this um that idea that you're talking about works no it's this this horrific attitude that young people have adopted that the person who cares less wins. That's true. That's true. You're wrong. I wish I didn't have to do it, You're wrong. but I do, and but it I, works. Because I'm here to tell you, the person who cares less gets less. Where else would you apply that theory in your life? The person who cares less wins. Would you apply that uh, in your work? What about negotiating would, with would, car, buying a car? Would you Would you apply that in your work? The person who cares negotiating less wins. Negotiating sometimes. No, you're pretending. Yes. To not care. You're pretending to not care. Well, it's pretending. That's why you smile. So the person who cares less is supposed to yeah. be the winner. The person who cares less gets less, I promise you. So I mean, in my You opinion, would never apply that. You would never apply that anywhere works, in your life. In your family, would you yeah. apply that in your life? If you well, care less, you win? It depends. I mean, it's still a good negotiation tactic. Listen, I'm I mean, going uh, <laughs> to just say that, that you need to you need this book. I will read it. You need to read this book. I will read it. Because the idea and the concept that young people, that the person who cares less wins, isn't true. The person who cares less gets less. And guess what happens? Is that if you lean into love quicker and faster, the people who are supposed to leave you leave quicker and faster. So you're not wasting any time with people you don't need to be with. Right? Right. So you lean into love. You lean into that feeling. You call first. You text first. You say, I love yeah. you first. Even if, it's a, even if it's a fucking risk, you risk it because you're not a coward. The way you're doing it now sounds a little coward. Well, yeah. Well, I, I mean, you're I, in the Marine Corps, I'm talking, man. I'm, I'm talking about the you're first, tough, man. I'm like, talking about the first you in the five seconds of the, like, of the interaction, or I'm talking about before you've developed a relationship. I'm not talking about like when you're dating So when somebody. do you lean into love? Once, once I realize I really like them. And once they've opened up, once I've chosen them to be the person that I'm going to pursue. But before then, I don't want to hurt them, and I don't want them to hurt me. So you 
kind of put in as little bit as effort as possible Lame. and just enjoy the, the presence of the person. And that's a waste of time. And people talk about that all the time. Young people well, like come driving. to me. Young people come to me all the time, telling me, talking to me about how much time they're wasting by doing that nonsense. Right. Because if you find someone you really like, and you lean into that person, yeah, and then they, they, you know, they beat it. True. Good. Good. You know what I'm saying? Don't be well, afraid to let I'd be, people. Would you not? And I got a quick question too. Would you be a little worried about somebody that walked in and bought the first car they drove? Or I mean, if somebody walked in and then immediately just latched onto you, wouldn't you be worried? Like, couldn't they latch onto somebody else immediately well, too? I, I, here's the thing. It's almost You're a vetting trying process. To compare humans to cars. So let's move <laughs> off of that. <laughs> Good point. Okay. Houses. Let's slowly come off of that. Um, the thing is, is that. I see what you're saying. Like, right. You don't want to come off as a crazy person. Like all of a sudden you're all you're all in, and then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you you know, m- maybe this isn't the person. Like like on the other side of that, they might be like, wow, he's a little he's a little nuts. But people mm. already think you're kind of nuts, so go for it. Me in general. Y- you in general? Yeah. Yeah. True. D- don't you think? Well, yeah. That's why I got to slow up the vetting process. Okay. Personally. All right. So right. are you in a... I'm just saying that in general, I think, you know, if you meet somebody in a club, you can't just... I mean, if we're still talking about, like, just general attraction, <clears throat> you can't walk up and immediately just state to them, basically, which is... I'm not sure. Maybe I'm taking it wrong of what you're saying. So let me to tell be you. like, I have genuine interest in you right now, and I would like to take you to dinner and get to know you. 22 years ago, maybe 23, I've lost count. My husband knows. Um, <clears throat> my husband came up to me in a bar. And he said, you look bored. And I thought that was yeah, such same. a real statement. Perfect. Perfect line. That's beautiful. You, you look bored. And I was. And I, it opened up a conversation. We had a fun conversation. Um, yeah, I totally He asked me for that. my number. I gave him my number. We went out on the first date. We fucked on the first date. And we've been fucking ever since. Nice. And so... We both leaned in to love. Yeah. We leaned into each other, clearly. I totally agree with that. That's, that's a perfect case scenario. You walk up, you comment yeah. on the situation. You're, yeah. you're not asking somebody something weird. Right. And something happens, and when you want to have but sex, you have sex. You don't hold back. He said something more. He, he saw something else that was, like, appropriate, right, on the lines, right. Of, on the lines of, like, a pickup line, right? For sure. He was looking at me and making an observation beyond what I looked like. Yeah. It was like, I... Perfect pickup line. Right. I see you, and I empathize. Like, you yeah. look bored. You look like you're bored. I, I, I actually am bored. And I'll never yeah. forget that, because I thought, like, that was an interesting thing for someone to approach someone with in an opening line. Right. So I'm just going to give that to you. No, you know, as a little tip. Well, little okay, tip. I went a little extreme. That's my, like, extreme case scenario, the, my initial one that I said. What's the initial one? Your dress initial, is dumb and shit? Yeah. Yeah, your yeah, dress no. is dumb. You should buy me a beer. What's up? Lame. Chad. Lame. <clears throat> but it's in the man... That's Okay, that's all dependent upon the manner in which you say it. That, that requires practice. So... Okay, but my more thing, what I like to do is comment, not necessarily like you were talking about that your husband, you know, made an observation, right? but I make comments about the environment or the situation or things around that they can like engage in without having to become invested in me until they can determine whether mm-hmm. they just like the way I'm interacting. Mm-hmm. Like I can be like, oh, this bartender's slow. Well, let me ask you, it, well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Has this worked for you thus far? Yeah. It has? Yeah. Are you in a relationship now? 
I am. Well, let's talk about that. How are you feeling in it? Are you feeling vulnerable? Vulnerable. I've heard you don't know, you don't know what that, that is. Word. That word is so unlike manly. Vulnerable is a beautiful feel, word. That's like bachelor word. I feel vulnerable right now. My is emotions. It? Yeah, really? kind of. Um, I mean, do I feel vulnerable? I don't know. That, okay, I know what you're saying, though. That, like, the thing is, I used to be vulnerable and get hurt all the time. And once you've been hurt so many times from people you actually do fall for, now I feel like even though I love this girl like crazier than anyone ever loved in my life, even if she did break my heart, I'd be like, <laughs> Well, that sucks. I'm wow. sad. And by the way, that was a very honest, probably the most honest thing you've said right there. That yeah. You used to be very vulnerable and you used to be very open hearted. Right. But you've gotten your heart broken so much that now you just have closed yourself off. Yeah. Orchestrating pawns. <laughs> pulling one girl against the other. Yeah. You become Machiavellian. And it's like once once you've been hurt so many times and you learn to just. You, like, I can just shut off my emotions. So as much as I can be open and vulnerable to being hurt and being totally open, if she were to hurt me, then I could just click a switch and say, okay, emotions off. All right. Well, mm-hmm. I did love her with everything, but now I'm just going to not think of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I mean? Does that work? You think that would work? It's worked. Yeah, a few times. Mm-hmm. But then you shut your I mean, it's kind of like a give and take because when you, get, when you start shutting your emotions off towards dating people... You kind of shut your emotions off towards a lot of the portions of life, too. Do you think you can shut your emotions off and get away with that without any other repercussions? Oh, no, not at all. Okay. Because when you shut your emotions off towards being hurt, you also shut your emotions off towards friendship and all types of other stuff, other relationships. It it, it flips the switch on other vulnerabilities, right? Yeah. so. So that may not work. Maybe not. So in this relationship, I had asked mm. you, are you feeling vulnerable? Um, and you sort of answered yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll help you. <laughs> I'm, I'm vulnerable, but I'm not worried about the vulnerability. See, that's that's a nice feeling. Yeah. And maybe you're not worried about it because you have confidence that you're able to take the risk and that you'll be okay. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And there's always like rebounds and stuff. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So so you're already kind of laying the groundwork for when the relationship ends, which makes uh, me sad. Well, I just have a plan that I've always An gone exit through. Plan. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm. So you, you're, you're never able to really be present in that relationship if you have an exit plan. I'm just, I'm just going to point that out to you. Yeah. You keep with this car metaphor, man. I started with it. Now I can't get off it. (laughs) (laughs) Laid the groundwork. Now we're in there. We got to move past the cars. Okay. Well, well, let's. Maybe you need to talk about cars for a little while. What's your favorite car? I don't really have a favorite car. Good. Thank God. It just seems like a good metaphor. I sold cars and. You did. Yeah, and the car negotiation process is so annoying. It is annoying. Nobody likes the negotiation process. Just like nobody likes the games we have to play in dating. You don't have to play them. Well, you do initially. No, you bit. don't. I, I'm I wish so it were lost, that way, though. It isn't I that. It. Listen to me. The gating, the the, 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 the dating games end mm-hmm. when you stop playing them. You don't have to play any of that. That's true. I, I mean, I guess the good people aren't going to play games. Exactly. Exactly. Now you're getting it. Now you're getting it. But what if you ain't looking for a good person sometimes? You want a bad person? I'm just saying, like, if you're single and you, you know what I mean? You want a bad person? Maybe. You know what I think? Maybe it's I, a Friday I, night. I, I, I'm wondering who you're going to become when this tough guy act wears off. It's not an act. 
I wonder, it's not even a tough guy I'm thing. I'm wondering. It kind of is. Is it? Like, uh, you don't need anybody. Cool. You know, you're going to, you don't need anybody. You're going to be fine. If, if these relationship ends, you're going to shut off your emotions. But the reason that I am the way that I am. And the tell way, me. To, to people Please. Get, to, tell the world. You're just, the whole world listening. Well, we all want to know. Is because you get hurt so much that eventually, I think that happens to anybody. If you get hurt enough and you date enough and you are vulnerable enough, eventually you become this kind of tough, hardened shell. And I think that happens to girls, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen girls like that where they just, no matter what you did, as much as they act like they cared, they also were kind of distant. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they were just always protecting themselves mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, you can only get a scar so many times before it's just hardened. Well, it may affect your ability to trust but i can tell you scientifically and biologically it doesn't affect your ability to love Hmm. we're meant to love um that's what we do that's what humans do um and you might love badly but you're gonna love you're gonna love people no matter what so what, what, what are you writing a text while no. I'm talking? What the no, fuck is no, that bullshit? No, I didn't know. What is this shit? I'm not writing a text. What the fuck is, what, what is that shit? <laughs> I was going to call. Get her on the phone. She's probably buying a car. Oh, buying a car. <laughs> so I read, I read that you were in the Marines. Yeah. I find that fascinating. How old were you? I was 20, 21, 24 or so. How, how old are you now? 31. 31. Okay. So I keep was... forgetting. I always assume I'm like two years older. Why? Do you I, feel two I, years older? I compare myself to people older than me. So I'll be like, oh, fuck, I'm 33. Wait, no, 31. Well, you are. Feels good. It, it, it's an interesting thing because in your 30s, it does feel like it's 30-something, right? Right. Like you, I, I lost when I was in my 30s, which was a long time ago, but I lost track of my myself as well. I was like, well, how, what, how, how old am I? Wait a minute. No, 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 yeah. no. I can't be that age. I can't be 35. I have to be 36. It's weird. It's like you're 30. You're practically 45. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like when you're 20, you don't think you're like practically, you know, 40. But right now I'm like, well, shit, I start looking at people that are age 50 and like comparing what they've done in life. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Advance. When was it you, you met your husband, by the way? When? It, when in New York. Like how old was I? I was just saying like. When New means York a lot City of things. When? Well, I mean, I don't know when New York City well, was. That would be 18 years ago. I was okay. in New York City. Okay. And I was. How old was I? Yeah. I was. Yeah. All right. I'm 46 now. So that was 22 years ago. That oh, would be wow. 24. Oh, you guys have been married a while. We've been married a while. I met my husband at 24. Nice. Um, and it's been pretty awesome. I'll tell you, I I didn't want to be married mm-hmm. or have kids. And they really? were the two best decisions I never made. My husband made those choices. He, he, so talked, he, gonna... he talked me into kids twice. <laughs> twice? <laughs> Clearly. Um, and he talked me into getting married. And they were oh, the wow. two best decisions that I never made. He made them. Um, I didn't really think of myself as uh, the marrying kind. I was incredibly independent. Um, and back then, being independent was a little bit different than being independent now. Like, a lot has really changed in the last 22 years right. um, for for women. Like, things have changed, but then they kind of haven't. But So I, I just want to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I didn't really want to be married Did you just want to continue dating and doing all that type of stuff? Is that what led you? Were you dating a lot? And that's what kind of led you to the Um, career you have now? uh, Was I dating a lot? Probably, you know, as much as a a young person living in New York City would be dating. I I think I was dating a lot. Yeah, probably. But that's not why I didn't want to get married. I didn't think that I would be 
uh, a good wife, and I didn't think I'd be a good mother. And mm. I was... So it was more so because you were scared. Right. And that uh. was holding me back. So, um, and my husband helped me realize that those things weren't true. They were just my greatest fears, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I, I've been married a long time. And back when I was, you know, we met 24. We got married. We've been married for, he knows all the numbers. Um, see, this is what makes me a bad wife. I have no idea, like, what year or how many years. I think it's like 17 or 18 right. years. Twenty, Been together for 22, married for 17 or 18 no, I'm curious. I, I Some heard, shit like that. I heard, uh, I listened to a little bit of another podcast where you said when you met your husband, yeah. he said to himself, I'm going to marry that girl yeah. when he walked in the room. Oh, yeah. And you said, I'm going to fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think I never believed in love at first sight. Never. But I right. remember, Chad, that day that my husband walked through that door. Like, it was in slow motion. And you were going to get that I, dick? I remember what he was wearing. I remember what he looked like. And we locked eyes. And I think uh, uh, the nature of who he is, he's he's a romantic person. And I love that. Because yeah. I'm, I'm a passionate person, but I'm not like a romantic person. Um, so he brings that out in me. Um, but yeah, he was like, oh my God, this is the girl I'm going to marry. And I was like, fuck, man, I'm, this is the man I'm going to fuck his brains out. This going to be awesome. Um, so yeah, and then that happened. So sometimes sex cravings can lead to love. Well, um, it is. They're both, right? So when you see someone that, you're, that, that, that you like or that you sexually desire, it hits the amygdala part of your brain and it releases all right. kinds of chemicals. The kinds of chemicals released are very similar to kinds of chem chemicals uh, released during cocaine. So mm. a lot of times um, people get addicted to feeling love. Gotcha. They get addicted to the dating. They get addicted to uh, the lust because of that feeling. It's like of, the oxy, oxytocin or something. Is that right? Well, the oxytocin, the oxytocin, the serotonin, the dopamine, all of it. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, that explains a lot. People get really addicted to Whether that. Whether it's the, the dating and the yeah. feeling of love. So like for, I think for a while I was addicted to the, uh, the chase, that mm -hmm. feeling of getting them mm -hmm. and then almost like release. Because mm -hmm. once I had it, it was no fun anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, the chase probably was maybe the, the, the lustful feelings that you had, right? And then right. when you get what you wanted, you're like, oh, all right, it's time to lust somebody else. Yeah. Well, for me, I actually, first it started out like the whole goal was to get like sex. And I was like, okay, cool. I got it. And then it got shorter to like, okay, now I can make out with them. Now that gives me the same result feeling. Mm -hmm. Then it was got to simpler as like a, just a phone number. And I'd be like, I don't even need to call them because I could have banged them. So <laughs> then I was just look at him across the room eventually and i'd be like yeah i could bang that girl all right i can go home it's just like it got simpler and simpler and simpler to where like i didn't need as much your addiction became you needed less yeah it was, <laughs> it was the world's greatest addiction save me so much time and the money i'd walk into the bar have one drink look at a girl and i'd be like yep coulda all right <laughs> we're <Yeah>. heading home <laughs> you didn't even have to put out yeah. you have to no all charades yeah. done super safe so when did that end for you 
Um, I think it was just when I started being lonely. I mean, as you get older, you kind of want... Like, I started traveling and doing all these vacations, and then it was like, oh, man, I really want to tell somebody about this. But I'm like, who am I going to call? Like, nobody was there to share it with you. And if you don't have somebody to share Mm -hmm. life experiences with, it's just not the same. And as you get older, you realize that, like, when you date a lot and when you just hang out with people... You just you just flip the same script over and over and over, and you're just talking to them about the same things, or you're just commenting on on something that's happening, yeah. and it's just so good to like talk about like, hey, you remember a few months ago when this happened yeah. and how it relates to what's happening today? Yeah, it's just a totally different, I feel like, lifestyle than yeah. hooking up with random people well, all the time. Do you find I I see a lot of people on, on on my couch, you know, a lot of young people always talk and what i hear them talking about the most is the loneliness everyone is a little bit lonely in LA. Yeah. i think it's is it te- do you think technology has something to do with that nowadays because of the fact everyone knows that within five minutes they can have somebody else there mm-hmm. does it make you feel a little bit lonely knowing that you know nobody has any loyalty anymore really mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i got hop on tinder or bumble and go find somebody else in 5 seconds mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's like yeah, i don't but know does do that, you think that affects does, does, i i i do think it does affect uh, definitely i also think that these app these apps um, hit two parts of your brain they mm-hmm. hit your lust your feeling to lust after someone and your feeling to couple with someone your romantic drive and your sex drive so the problem with the apps is that it hits two parts of the brain yeah. simultaneously so um, you know men and women are lusting after people that they've never even met they're having mm-hmm. relationships with people yeah. in their head that they've never even and it's 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 producing what we had just talked about the dopamine the serotonin um the neurotransmitters are going crazy so it's 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 producing this addict like behavior and then on the one hand you want to couple with someone you have a romantic drive to settle down what you're just talking about right. that that feeling of of loneliness that is your romantic drive talking yeah so the apps hit two parts of your brain and two human needs that can be very confusing. So do I think it confuses the problem uh, or, or finding someone? I do. But at the same time, mm-hmm. do you think all of those people that you sifted through, you have a clearer version of who you want that person to be now, who you're going to spend the rest of your life with? I see. That's the thing. I think that I already knew what I was looking for in a person. What? Oh, like I mean, what? I don't you don't even that's, know. It's, it's more hard I to asked explain. you. I don't even know. It's more like <laughs> it's more like I know the feeling I was looking for what in this certain feeling? situation. Safety. Like I want somebody that can make me laugh. Somebody that can have fun. Okay. Somebody that takes life like lighthearted. Like mm-hmm. nothing really makes sense anyway. Let's just have fun while mm-hmm. we're alive. We're on this floating yeah. rock for God's sakes. Right. Might as well have fun. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't make any sense. We're like you know right. these like, walking skin suits. So okay. So I just thought like I want somebody to make me laugh, have fun. Be happy, enjoy moments together, and obviously there has to be, like, sex and attraction. Mm -hmm. But the main thing is just I want that feeling where, like, when I see this person and when I'm with this person, I just want to be happy. And it's like I I test that and I still will, like, look to to her or talk to her or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm immediately like, holy shit, like, I'm randomly happy from that. So it's something that can't really – you can't really put it into words. Okay. But you did so well. You Mm. did so well. But I, I, I understand the deeper meaning of what you're saying, that it's, right. it's, a, it's, a, it's a feeling that can't be bottled, yeah. but when you feel it, 
you know. Exactly. Yeah. That's I, why I don't like when people ask, what do you like about her? Or what You know, when somebody mm-hmm. asks what somebody likes about somebody else, and mm-hmm. it's like, but you can't cheapen somebody by putting them into words. Well, that's amazing. I'm really happy for you. Well, thank you. I want to ask you as well. I was curious, what do you think about reality TV and love and dating? And mm-hmm. can you find love on reality TV nowadays? Well, I mean, people are finding love all over the place. I think that, yes, you can find love. Um, I think it's after the cameras turn off, after the lights shut down, that the real relationship begins. So, you know, we have uh, a a lot of couples from The Bachelor and The Bachelorette come on my show. Um, yeah, you guys NBC. had Jaden Tanner, right? Yeah, we did. And we had... Um, I heard there is... Now, they, they don't J- talk J- about J- it. Jaden Tanner. Who was, who was just Sean there? Sean and... Who was just there, Sam? Um, JJ and... Desiree. Desiree and Chris. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've had, a few, we've, had a, we've had a few couples. A, a yeah. handful, actually. And what I have found, um, going back to your question, mm-hmm. what I have found... Um, is anybody can fall in love in paradise. Anybody yeah. can fall in love having dinner in a castle in Ireland. Like, they set the scene to fall in love. Right. The issue is, can you stay in love when the real world hits? So it's almost like um, this petri dish of bullshit, mm. right? Yeah. And it just is sort of growing. It's a lot of bullshit. Yeah, this Petri dish of of bullshit. And then after that is when you're going to have to really deal with each other. So do I believe you can fall on love? And I call it on love. Because on love, like when when people act weird, I say one or two things. You're either on drugs or you're on love. Because it does the same thing. Uh, Like being on love and being on drugs. What if you're on love and on drugs? That can happen too. That can oh. ha- absolutely. Those things aren't mutually exclusive. Um, <laughs> try that one. <laughs> <laughs> try that one out for size. Um, so you can be on love in reality TV, but to, That's to, true, but to go yeah. to the second phase of that would be in love, because being in love, <coughs> you're you're you're. You, you have to conquer the world, right? You right. have to... And that's what you dig into on Marriage Boot Camp, right? Absolutely. And I'll tell you, people love that show because they get to see uh, some of their favorite reality stars um, in a totally different light. Yeah. Um, because heard, you can't get around yeah. it. You can't get around it because you're putting them through like a physical activity. You're, se- you're, you're, you're feeling things on a cellular level. So even though people want to come on with their same script, they can't hold that from for very long right because we really do a good job in um pushing people to their limits so you get to see who people really are and i'm curious and i don't know how much you can talk about it but i know like jaden tanner had this like super like pg like love story and then they came on that show and basically like never talked about it again because a bunch of stuff came out and Mm -hmm. they like they had issues on there Mm -hmm. and it's like after the show they were just like no like back to like clean you know, Instagram life again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes the lesson of that show um, hits people throughout their lives in different ways and at different times. I can't tell you how many times uh, people contact me on on the daily who've been on the show um, years ago who were like, you know what? I got that lesson today. I understood it. 
So that's kind yeah. of awesome, right? So that's true. You can kind of find the couple that matches your relationship and then kind of learn from there. I, I mean, you, you, you can. I mean, people stop me all day long and they're like, I've learned so much from that show. So I, I feel... I feel maybe a sense of uh, I feel good about being part of a television show that uh, gives something. You know what I mean? Gives yeah. give, outside of entertaining. Um, it it gives tools. Um, and, so it's almost like teaching vicariously, exactly, learning vicariously. Exactly, exactly. How to communicate better with your partner. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes a, a lot of people relate to a specific couple and what they're going through. Um, they can use the exercises. So yeah, it's I I I, hmm. I, I, I like it. What's the juiciest thing that's happened on that show? Uh, I would have to say um, Amber. Portwood, who's a teen mom, oh. um, getting pregnant with one of the camera guys what? on the show. One of the camera guys from her show or you wait, your show? Our show. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I think that's, that's pretty juicy. Cra- that's pretty yeah. juicy. That's mm-hmm. pretty jizzy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. I mean, it's really I mean, did you find work. that out after the show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. As as we were going through, I bet uh, they were like, "Bring her back in for an interview. Bring her back." In. As we were going through the edit, we had seen like, "Oh, oh." Like, so that was like after the show had been filmed. You guys saw like a little like yeah. scoot off. Little, and, mm-hmm. Wow. And uh-huh. she was there with was it was she married to the guy that she was with or was it no, just like, baby was, daddy that? No, not not not. Uh, she was with him, but not baby daddy. Right, no, just, Sam. I'm sorry. I need to just make sure of my. Okay, sorry. No edit, thank you. Wow. Every every That's way juicier <laughs> than I thought. Oh <laughs> You're excited now. You're like, yeah. I gotta get on this show. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go watch this thing. Go Netflix it or something. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the juiciest thing. Um, That's pretty crazy. Yeah, pretty crazy. I got another question for you too. So the current bachelor is a virgin. Do you and now he's put, you know, thrust into the limelight, thrust into this show where he's supposed to choose one of 25, 26 girls, and even after the show, now he's going to have thousands of girls thrown at him on you know, Instagram, through the DMs and all that. Do you think this is going to be an issue for him going from a virgin to now having every girl in America thrown at him? Will he be able to choose a girl on there? And just like, is he ready for a relationship? I mean, it's like, dude, you haven't even banged a chick. Now you're going to go like... That's a really great question. I mean, at the end of the day, um, we're really, in it, where my mind goes to is uh, sexual health. Right. Um, because I don't think it's a, a religious thing for him. I think it's just like a... How, how old is he? I think he's like 26, 27. Are we going to believe he's a virgin? I, oh, we're, we're going with that I lie? Asked, I'll go along no, with it. Look. I, told me, I, was, I was calling the same thing, too, okay. at first, till I met him in person. He was kind of like, hey, I'm Colton. And no. I, was like, I was like, bro, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we have to have him on the show. I mean, yeah. you got to have him on the show. Oh, you got to. So, okay, so he's a virgin. He acted like a dude that hadn't had sex. You know what I mean? Like, okay. there was girls all around. We were at the Maxim party, and I was like, what's up, what's up, what's yeah, up, yeah, yeah. you know? like You truly, girl. you're yeah. like... <laughs> yeah, I was like throwing my phone at girls, giving it to him, like, put your number down, put your number down. And he was just standing there. You just put your there. dick on the table, here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, take a drink. <laughs> but he was just like standing in the corner, kind of like, hey, guys. You know, like he did, he he did kind of act like a dude who had you know what I mean, like had a little mm-hmm. bit of a fear towards mm-hmm. engaging mm-hmm. in chicks. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and but he felt comfortable with men. He, he felt, felt 
Uh, yeah, yeah, that's also I'm, a question. I'm just asking a question. I know, yeah. I'm just asking a question. You seem pretty comfortable chatting with me okay. and the other dudes, but okay. there he there was no girls around. Okay, so him. 26 were, virgin. Mm. Is this is it on now? By the way, it's it's starting in like January. Oh, you're giving away yeah. all these details. Well, what, this isn't. It hadn't aired yet, or it hadn't filmed yet. I don't know any of the details of the show. Oh, okay. This is just like back screen of me meeting him at a Maxim party. Okay. There's no girls around him. He's just hanging out with me and mm-hmm. a couple dudes, and okay. I've got a girl. Okay. So when you hung out with him, mm-hmm. your re- your dude, yo dude, went off as like, yeah, this guy is a virgin. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was, and it was even called out actually by the girl I was with because I was with a girl from the franchise who mm-hmm. I didn't know at the time was actually cheating mm-hmm. on her boyfriend with me. But what? Yeah. So sketch. Sketch. Women. Oh my god. Not not okay. So okay. So let me let me let me get this straight. So so you're going back to your question. Yeah. Um. Here's I I feel that it takes, um, a certain amount of savviness to understand your sexual health, and that means uh, having sex with a condom. And so many young kids today in the heterosexual community don't use condoms. And I find, yeah. that, I find that shocking. Um, so when I hear that someone's a it's virgin... The, it's the, I think the scare of there, doing it... There's well, an innocence to it, right? When someone's a virgin, there's yeah. sort of an innocence to that. You don't know what you're doing. And so my mind immediately goes to, like you had said, here's this 26-year-old man. All, all these girls are going to be throwing themselves at, at, at him. Maybe. I mean, do, 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 is that true? I, yeah. I don't want to say. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's true. Now, my, now my, my concern is the level of uh, what, what it takes in that moment to be like, you know what? Let's like slow down. Let me get a condom. I, so, so I go to a like, sort of like a medical place, really. So you're curious of sexual if he's going to use condoms. I want him to. <laughs> I want him to because in situations like that, when you're a virgin, you don't think of doing that. Yeah. Right. I'm. I mean, I don't. I feel like you should know that. Well, you were in the I Marines. Can DM him. You're can... how old are you? You're much older than he is. It's true. You've clearly established I'm that a you tweet have. At him. Hey, bro. Doctor V yeah, wants to use condoms. condoms. She's really worried. Thank you, thank you. Please do that for me. Deliver okay. that message. I will. Okay. Um, but because I, I, I think that again, it takes a level of 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 maturity and savviness in that situation to to remember to take care of your sexual health. So you're thinking maybe like he'll go on the show, date somebody on the show, but then get DMs blown up, and next thing you know, he's got like 12 babies and 18 STDs. <laughs> And he's like, I didn't know what to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was supposed to use a condom? Ex- yes. <laughs> a <my> wiener? <laughs> exactly. Exactly, oh, okay. Chad. Yes. Oh, that'd be great. That's exactly. That sounds hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like my show with the cameraman. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> you never know. Just bring him and his baby mamas on. Exactly. Well, all right. So it's coming on when? In I think, I think it's like the very start of January or like first couple weeks. Uh, Bachelor normally airs like January 8th or something. Yeah. I, you know what? I don't, I feel so, I, I don't watch television. I don't even watch my own show. No, never. Um, but I will, I, I, I so, so I, when I do talk to someone from The Bachelor, I'm always fascinated with confusing, the, right? the, the story, like the storylines, and it's even now called a nation, the Bachelor yeah. Nation. Like it's, 
<laughs> I, I don't really hang with those that group too much. Just it's too weird for me, and there's too much. What's weird about po- it? It's like living in your own political world of like ah, she has more followers, so she will get the middle of the table. Oh, and you know what I mean? Like so lame. Yeah, it's just and really all weird. done in a British accent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's, it's very weird, and they're very, like, closed off, and you'll see people shunned for not having enough followers. You'll see people shunned because they said something, one thing bad, and even though people like that person, they're like, sorry, can't hang out with you anymore because the fans of Bachelor Nation don't like you. Oh. I don't want to lose followers. So it's just like you have to, like... It's like they're a politician full-time, but the only thing that they're, like, promoting and promising America is, like, I promise to be a good person and fall in love eventually. Wow. And so I, I, I've heard uh, that you don't really spend you don't really get to spend a lot of time on the show with the people that you're supposed to be falling, yeah. falling in love with. I think Paradise you do. Granted, I got kicked off after like 12 hours there. They, so. kicked, they kicked you off? Yeah. For what? <laughs> I, was, I swiped at a guy. I tried to slap his hand, but he said I tried to hit him, and you know the laws of the back end with the insurance oh, you, companies. You try to punch him in the face? No, I tried to. <laughs> I tried to slap his hand. But he, I was look. Real I'm drunk. down. I'm down. I mean, <laughs> and then I fought the host of the show and stuff. So what? Well, he, I didn't like fight him. He was being rude, so oh. I was rude back. You okay, know? so they kicked you off for bad behavior. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, do you find yourself? being violent often or it was just this one not time? at all that was okay. I, I was i was pretty like volatile Vo- volatile yeah volatile okay. wow so wow close. we got for the brains on today <laughs> <I was so laughs> close. but yeah i was a little bit volatile at that time so looking okay. back it's still like a little bit like whoa that's crazy like all that stuff that happened i used to actually now if anything happens in life i'm like well i got my girl and i got my money so so do you feel as though being on these shows has made you a calmer person? I think so, actually. Mm-hmm. Because like it's made you sort of be like, I don't give a fuck. You know, like, I don't care about your followers. I don't care about being yeah. I don't care. Like, I'm just going to be myself. Like, it made you lean into you more? It, well, see, it turned around. You see, it, it was, it's still I don't give a fuck. And it was I don't give a fuck before. But before it was like, I don't give a fuck about anybody. Say one wrong thing and I'll knock you out. Mm-hmm. Now it's like. So it was a cry for help. Maybe. Yes. I really just, I just didn't give a shit and I didn't, I didn't care about like anything and I would just burn bridges and blow everything up out of water. Okay. So it was angry. Somebody could spill a bottle of water and I'd be like, fuck it, burn the building down. Yeah. yeah. But like now it it went from being like, I don't give a fuck. So I will destroy everything to like, I don't give a fuck. So now I, I really don't care and I'm just going to keep living my life and I don't want to do more things. Yeah. You feel more comfortable with yourself. Yeah. Because I don't, why would I want to go out of my way? Way to cause anything in my life that's going to affect the good in my life. Right, right. Used to, I would attack the bad. Now I focus on the good. So in some ways, being on these reality shows helped you. Yeah. Yeah. Quickly, too, because I think what, how, you were said you were 26? I was 27, show? I think, at the 27, start. Yeah. And now you're... 31? Okay. We, 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 I was we, 28, we, I guess. I don't even know anymore. So, so you have... I mean, that's that's... That's a lot of lessons to learn in a short amount of time. That's like a big lesson to learn in a short amount of time. Yeah. So it's it's helped you. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, yeah, I want to ask you something about this. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you heard about the, like, I know you said you don't watch TV, but, like, Ashley and Jared from uh, The Bachelor? Oh. Oh, uh, you know Ashley. Oh. I did her podcast, yeah. Yeah? How was uh, on it? The, on the phone. 
Um. You know what? Let's let's start off. Let's talk a little bit about her and her men, and then we'll get into. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll let your feelings slowly come out <laughs> about this podcast. <laughs> so Ashley is basically a girl who is going after this guy named Jared for like two or three seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. Are they engaged? They are now. Okay. But that's the thing. So she was obviously wasn't going to go on the show anymore. It wasn't working out for him and her. They weren't dating. He had turned her down like 800 times. She'd always cry and be like, why didn't he love me? And he'd be like, I don't want anything to do with this girl. Mm -hmm. And he would say that every show. And they went on like three separate seasons. Those three separate seasons ended. And now all of a sudden they're like, hey, we're, we're together. And I don't know. To me, it seems like it sounds like they both knew like, yo, you're your bachelor run is up. Like we can't bring you back on the show anymore. Unless you, you want, yeah. If you want to do something, maybe you two get together or they decided like, yo, this is our only opportunity at this point to do something is if we finally actually get together. It just doesn't make, if somebody tells you for years and years that they are not interested, right? How can you all of a sudden, is that possible? All of a sudden someone comes around. Well, it's like marrying a stalker. Well, I'm hearing you ask the question, are they doing this just for, you know, relevancy? Are they doing it to stay relevant? Yeah, that as well as is it possible to turn somebody down for years and then all of a sudden you totally change? Mm -hmm. Can can people do that? Like you see someone for two years and you're like, Mm -hmm. ooh, they disgust me. Ooh, they disgust me. And all of a sudden. Was it like that? Yeah. Yeah, okay, it so was like she needs to go away. I have zero interest, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's like, "We're in love. We're getting married." Well, you know, we always see those. We used to have. You're you're too young, but in the '80s, we had a lot of movies where uh, the man <coughs> and the woman would be like repulsed by one another, and it was that very passion. Oh yeah, I like those. Yeah, that they. Know you, you know what I mean? And it was that very passion that they were running away from. Um, but it came out in this sort of like, you know, teasing one another yeah. or, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like sort I mean, of disgust. If both, if they were both repulsed, but actually those feelings were, you know, because sometimes you can hide feelings through other feelings. So, so you're, like, what I'm hearing, your hatred is actually love. What I'm hearing is you're not buying it. I'm not buying that shit. Okay. That's what I'm hearing. Um, and I think in this situation, uh, that's probably what's important is what you're, what you're feeling. I mean, you were on the show. So you would yeah. know. Um, but again, I think that it is possible only because, again, like I sort of remember. Because um, of the 80s movies. Those, I mean, why not? I mean, that is my point of reference. <laughs> okay. And it's and it's a good one. Um, but, but, I, but I also want to say um, uh, with clients I have uh, over the years, um, you know, the love of their life was like right in front of their face and they never knew it. Until something you have clients different happened, yeah. Like so, like the yeah. so, so for example, what I'm saying is that it actually it is possible. I've seen it happen with clients where the love of their life was right, like standing right there. Did you point them out, or did they? Like, no, no, no. They, no, no, no. keep talking about the grocery store bagger, and you're like, that's the guy. No, never. never. <laughs> <laughs> you're in love with him. <laughs> no, um, but they would be they would be talking about like someone that they had like maybe put in the friend zone. Um, and then, like, they realize that they had feelings for um, this person. And, and by the way, it, it, it goes both ways for, for men and women over the years of my 25 years of doing the work. I've heard stories that that, that can happen. Um, 
So now, but but you've done the show, so you know the production and how it's run, and like you like you know what people will go to to stay relevant. Yeah. Um, so if you have that kind of inside information, and then you see sort of them now they're getting engaged, um, you know, trust that. Yeah. Yep. I was just curious. Uh, next, what, what's your next question? You have it oh. all on your phone. Well, that was all just some little things. Oh, and any big things? Not really. We covered most of it. We covered? Are we yeah. good? I am curious about how your podcast with Ashley went, though. Oh, um, look, it was a great po- It was a great podcast. They were fun. Who was the guy that was with her? Jared. Was it Jared? No. Um, or Ben. 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 Really sweet. Um, <laughs> I like how you said that. Yeah. <laughs> He's real sweet. Really sweet. <laughs> but I'll tell you what I found... Um, interesting uh mm. was that when we were talking about marriage boot camp um she had said uh i i said you know people come on the show for this reason that reason and she uh checked back people come on that show for money and i was like wow like all right well two things can be true many things can be true you can come on a show for money and you can also come on a show to help your relationship right yeah and by the way no matter what happens whether you're getting a paycheck or not your relationship has always helped in some way or you as an individual are always helped Mm -hmm. but it did click in my mind why are you doing the shows right so i found um projecting right there uh, yes yes so um and I, you know, and I wish she were. Here, I like how so. she, since she hasn't done that show, that's the one that she feels able to call out for doing. Oh, like, <laughs> people do that show for money. Oh, really? What about? <laughs> well, I, I, but and then so when I when I hung up the phone, I, again, I don't know much about the Bachelor shows, and I'm I, right. you know, I just don't know. I I, I wish. And, and by the way, that's a good thing because when people come on my show, if I'm already tainted by what I watched on all these other reality shows, they're not going to get any help. Like I need, yeah. I need to be a clean slate, right? Um, so I call a friend of mine. I'm sorry, I'm eating a, a lifesaver <laughs> for all of you people out there. I'm sorry to crunch it in your ear. Sounds crunchy. Um, yeah. So I'd asked a, a, a friend of mine, and she was saying um, that she had had this long career on these bachelor shows. Like one show after the next, after the next, after the next. Right. So I just was sort of scratching my 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 head at that, um, and that's not a bad thing, by the way. I'm not saying like, oh, Ashley's such a bad person, or I don't like her because of that. I just sort of was, what makes you believe that you're not doing these shows for for like, like why are you doing these shows? Like, are you, is it for love? Are you really? Right. It's not. It's not the paycheck. And could two things be true? Could you be doing it to find love and also uh, be getting paid? Right. You can. I, I feel like of all the people I've met on the other shows have been way more realistic about it. Like I feel like after the Bachelor, most of the Bachelor girls like they they get so many followers and so much like wow I'm just famous for not sucking that all of a sudden they 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 want to marry like Ben Affleck. You know what I mean? Or the guy that owns fucking, I don't know, I can't think of it. WhatsApp. You know so, what I mean? So you feel as though... They use the guys on the show to increase their social engagement to be able to finally actually meet the guy that runs Lamborghini or And you don't, you don't feel the men do that? 
Uh, I think the men just want to hook up with chicks, lots and lots of chicks. I, <laughs> I think you, that's your motive. Hey, no, it's not me. <laughs> so, but, but, I already, but I guess I already I'm, did that I, before I, I was on the show. I'm, I'm hesitant to, you know, we. I, I'm hesitant to put that kind of uh, distrust on the women and not the men. Right. Um, so I. Well, I put it on the men. The men want to diddle their way through the world, and the women want to diddle their way up into the world. You see what I mean? But men don't. Well, they're not really. I think they're just trying to get more famous so they can bang more regular girls, whereas <laughs> the girls are trying to get more famous so they can bang more famous guys. So this has this is a mathematical equation you've yeah. done in your brain before. There's, like famous girls plus social media equals. Richer, famouser guys, and then the same equation but for, for guys. For equals, men equals more equals girls at the country bar throwing themselves at him. Okay, you know okay, I mean? all right. I, I, I see where you stand on the issue. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about there's one dude on the Bachelor who used his in the same way that chicks do. So he used social media and all that shit to basically. I don't even know if we should be covering this. Really, it's kind of fucked. Why? Well, he's he's dating now a famous actor girl. Mm-hmm. So she slid into his DMs or something. Okay, or he... so so then it proves the point that both men and women are doing the same thing. I feel like it's more interesting to think that it's different. See, because I think in that, my mind, it because makes it I more think fun. that you might be, and and I and I say this with love. I think you might be a little sexist. Not 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 a lot. Like a, like a little against my own people. Against women. That's against men. Because women are apparently. Like, they're using the system, right? Well, the men are using the system, too. But they're using it. I got the sense that you're saying that they're using the system in a way uh, that's maybe not as manipulative. I I got that. Wouldn't that mean that I was more sexist against men, then, if it's not as manipulative? No, 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 no. no. That the women are using it more manipulatively. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? No, that's not Like, they're being more dishonest. I, I just got that sense. Not really? No. I th- okay, I think, okay. I was wrong then. I mean, okay. they're pretty honest about it. I mean, <laughs> they're, look, they're open. <laughs> they're going to every movie premiere like, hey, famous people. Oh, wow. Here I am. I got a million followers. Okay, okay. And then where's the dudes? You know what I mean? I mean, Except the, for the I always, I See, I always say that the girls get paid in money and the guys get paid in titties. And that's how that show Is works. Is it like porn? Like, do the women get more money? Oh, yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the girls get paid way more because their engagement is off. Most of the ladies online, or most of the people online, are women, so they follow the women to buy what the women say. So a girl with a million followers might get thirty, forty grand per post, whereas a guy with a million followers might get five, ten grand a post. So it is like the porn industry. The yeah. women get more. Yeah, we're just uh, wow. You're we're sp- just clothed I- porn stars <laughs> walking around, falling in love and fighting. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was so much fun. Yeah, I mean, awesome. this was a lot of fun. I had so much fun. And let's tell you, tell them about your book one more time. That's called Bad Advice. Yeah, it's called Bad Advice, How to Survive and Thrive in an Age of Bullshit. You can buy it wherever books are sold. Uh, if you hate my voice, don't buy the audio book um, because it's me reading it. <laughs> That makes sense. Exactly. So if you you find me annoying, don't do that. Um, However, I think you'll you'll I think you'll love the book. I brought one for you, Chad. Actually, I really like your advice. It seems like it really will work, and it's stuff that I think too. It's just like I have to like 
understand it once you understand it. And I feel like even in the book, you're going to get a lot better understanding of that as well. Oh, you're going you're to love the book. Way more in depth than we yeah, can ever talk for, about. Way more, for sure. For right. sure. And Thanks for having me on, absolutely. man. And that's Dr. underscore V underscore, underscore mm-hmm. on wow. Instagram. You got to bust my balls. I know. I got <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much thank for you. coming on. And this has been Chad's World. Thanks for listening to Chad's World on Podcast One. Listen and download at podcastone.com and the Podcast One app. And subscribe at Apple Podcasts. New episodes of Chad's World every Thursday here on Podcast One. ADT can design and install a smart home just for you, backed by 24-7 protection. A new smart home at your service, customized for your lifestyle. Set up custom automations unique to your home to automatically do the things like lock the doors or set the thermostat when you leave. Even close your garage door from virtually anywhere. ADT will set up your home with multiple smart home devices and security features like indoor and outdoor cameras, locks, lights, and garage door control, even video doorbells. Visit ADT.com slash podcasts to learn more about how ADT can design and install a secure smart home just for you.